broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is brought to you by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos. Nationwide or worldwide, there will always be a Caesars Resort in the center of the action. Boost Mobile, everything you've always wanted in a mobile carrier. By Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas. Championship taste for lunch, dinner, or a pregame feast. Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com for all of your hockey needs on ice or in line. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Visit us at OxyPow.com. UNLV Hockey, ACHA D1 Hockey, world-class city. By M-Drive, take our short quiz at mdriveformen.com and see which M-Drive fits your lifestyle. By Summer Skates, show off your team pride with shower shoes and koozies for the whole squad Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and click on the Summer Skates banner. Buy Burrito Express, six East Valley locations for great taste and great value. Go to burritoexpress.com to find the location near you. And by the University of Arizona Wildcats. Club Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the icetimehockeysw.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Stephen Marsh. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, uh, ACHA hockey fans, WCHA hockey, or yeah, WCH. <laughs> what am I saying here? Western Collegiate Hockey League. L. WCHL. There's an L there. <laughs> WCHL. ACHA hockey fans, WCHL hockey fans, WWCHL hockey fans. This indeed is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. It's our Wednesday night staple. Scott Strandy joining you from about 8,000 feet. Maybe that's my problem, Stephen. I'm 8,000 feet above sea level. Uh, and You're lightheaded. Yeah. My co-host, Stephen Marsh, joining me from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada tonight. Stephen, how are you? And beautiful is a good word because the weather has been really nice here, a little above uh, a little above average and warm, and it's been uh, it's been nice. I, but, I, but I don't think – I don't think anything big happened in the hockey world in Vegas recently, though. I I, I don't think I don't think anything big happened here. So it's just been no, a, a I, whole I so. it's just been a whole hum week here in in Las Vegas uh, for for hockey. Yeah, I would totally agree with you on that. I think it's just been a whole hum week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if on, under- on the ACHA front, that is on the ACHA front that way because you know he didn't play games, so the, that 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 was what I was referring to. And I wasn't referring to the oh, to, to oh. the Golden Knights situation. No, oh, okay, no. okay, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're just worried about the uh, the Golden Knights' uh, newest acquisition hurting himself, cranking the siren last night. <laughs> course, yeah, we got to worry about Jack that. We, the, the guy has been everywhere, and he was there at the game, and. <laughs> It just, uh, you know what? He he's here now, and he's having surgery on Friday, or he's going to be here tomorrow, I guess, having surgery on Friday right here in Denver. Yeah, so make sure you make sure you get your look at him there when he goes. Oh, I'm going to get the scoop on it. Yeah, I'm going to stock the whole, that, the uh, orthopedic <laughs> surgery center or whatever it is. <laughs> anyway, um, so anyway, it's another week of ACHA hockey, WCHL hockey. 
Uh, I'm just glad we're doing this podcast at regular time because last week we did the we did the late <laughs> night the late night hour with Scott and Stephen and and I think that went okay but it's good to be back at the normal normal time although the time changed now so well you're still in Colorado so you're still an hour ahead but now Arizona and when, if you ever make it back to Arizona now we got to figure that out again because we'll be on different. Uh, Different. Uh, you'll be an hour well, ahead. The, the thing of it is, it's hour seven thirty Mountain Time. But uh, I had to laugh because I uh, we're having Coach Berman on tonight from the University of Arizona, and I told him I'd forgotten go. about the time change. I said, "Come on, at six forty-five." So six forty-five or so, I get a message from going like something changed on the app. I can't get on, and I'm going like, "Well, no, not till you know you can't get on till it starts." And he goes, "Well, didn't you say six forty-five? I'm going like. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about the time change. Well, we know how good you are with you know how, 45 we, we, now. We know how good you are with time, so. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to talk about that. But um, and, and we did another late-night podcast Monday night. We had Ken Bolke on from Sinbin.Vegas, uh, and we went really late again on that one. So um, Imagine that, going late he, with, uh, with Ken. <laughs> he yeah. didn't have anything to say, did he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we started late. We we started no, no, I two know. hours late. So <laughs> no, I know. Was, but when you had him on, he didn't have anything to say, right? That was no, very no, quick interview, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Anyway, um, tonight, okay, let's let's get to- <laughs> tonight. It is uh, ACHA hockey. The rankings came out again today, Stephen. Another computer rankings. Um, thoroughly confused again by the computer. Uh, somehow Illinois popped in at. Uh, Four, eleven, and one, and came in at number twenty-three. Um, and Arizona sure. State was Arizona State was kicked out of the rankings, even though yeah. I think they, even though they won a game this past weekend against uh, Utah, but so, they somehow got kicked out of the rankings. And Illinois is back in. So, so, so three new teams that were not ranked last week are in. Uh, Niagara at number seventeen. Um, let's see, Illinois at number twenty-three. And Illinois State at uh, number twenty-five. Now, I, I don't know how the computers work. I'm just telling you, if you're four eleven and one, man, you must have lost to everybody that's great, and it must have been really close games because um, th- that's a tough record to see in the in the rankings. But congratulations to Illinois. I guess they're in they're in the uh, top twenty-five, and of course they're hosting the uh, showcase in Chicago, which I will be at. So that will be some uh, some fun fun times coming up here in about a week and a half or so um nothing new at top my not state 6-0-0 holding down the number one spot lindenwood 8-0-0 holding down the number two spot and liberty uh 9-2-0 holding down the number three spot then things change a little bit sure yeah i don't know if you okay uh they changed a little bit uh yeah uh, Stony Brook, or actually Missouri State goes to number six. Stony Brook. No, no, no. no. We'll start at four. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's right. You didn't get that far down. That's right. I started at three because they were. That's the same yeah. three, but started okay. at four. Yeah. I so Iowa State moves up from from six to four. Uh, they had a couple of wins uh, this past weekend. Uh, I believe it, it, they were playing once. Say Central Oklahoma. I think they played Central Oklahoma. Yeah. And so they moved up a couple of a couple of spots. Stony, Stony Brook. Moved down a spot to number five, and Missouri State um, moved up a spot to number six after they, after their weekend when they, when they beat Oklahoma two games. Okay, so then uh, then we go to seven, which is Adrian. They moved up from number nine. Um, UNLV stayed stagnant at number eight because they didn't play. I guess um, Central Oklahoma fell though. They went from uh, number five to number nine. 
Uh, Indiana Tech jumped a couple of spots from 12 to 10. Jamestown stayed at 11. Uh, Pittsburgh went from uh, 16 to 12. Maryville stayed at 13. Uh, Ohio uh, went from 19 to 14. Um, go ahead, take, take 15 on for me. So Aquinas uh, went to 15 when they were 17 previously. Uh, this is a, one of the bigger jumps that we have saw. Uh, Michigan-Dearborn was 23 last week. They're now 16 in the latest ranking. Uh, we mentioned uh, at the top, the Niagara, who wasn't even ranked, is now ranked at 17, so that might be a bigger jump. I'm not sure how far off the board Niagara was before. But uh, Lawrence Tech was 21 last week. They're now 18. And this is a, a little bit of a drop, but uh, Arizona was 14 last week and 19 this week. Uh, I'm sure Chad Berman will have something to say about that when we have him on. Uh, Villanova rounds out the top 20 at 20, which they were last week. And then 21 through 25, Utah went from 15 to 21. Five, five, and two for Utah. And they dropped six spots. Um, Davenport went from uh, number 10 to number 22, and they're 8, 3, and 0. Oh. So what the heck happened to Davenport? How, how'd they lose 12 spots in the rankings uh, with an 8, 3, and 0 oh record? But And then uh, number 23, Illinois, at 4, 11, and 1, previously unranked, and then um, New York, previously number 18, is now number 24 at 7, 3, and 1, and number 25, previously unranked, Illinois State, in at number 25 at 8, 6, and 0. Oh. And um, so it's back in the computer's hands, and uh, I have no idea how this how this is working um but anyway it didn't even take it didn't even take three weeks now we're now we're now we're confused about the computer rankings well last week we welcomed him with open arms and then this week we're like now we're starting to question some of the, the spots here again but that's that's the nature of the acha but it is definitely better process probably with the computer being involved than because we've talked about the coaches poll that we had up to this point but now we're starting to God, now we have to figure out the formula and the math, and that just makes everybody's brain <laughs> we'll, hurt, So Yeah, we'll never be able to do that. <laughs> okay, so um, that being said, we still have five teams in the top 20, um, or 21, I guess, if you look at uh, Missouri State at 6, UNLV at 8, Central Oklahoma at 9, um, Arizona at 19, and Utah at 21. Um, I, I think those numbers have to change uh Coming up, I just I just think they have them wrong, but that that's me. Um, we'll see what happens each week as they go. I guess the only one that really matters, Stephen, is the last one, right? Yeah, the last one will matter, of course. That that's the last one that will, will really be of importance. And then you'll also have to factor in there will probably be a couple of auto bids that might steal a couple of the ones that are on the cusp of making that top twenty. Uh, Always so. happens. Happens every year. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's gonna be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But yeah, it's still a long way to go. And I think one thing we've talked about too before is the the, the league, how good the WCHL is, which is a good thing. But I think we we worried a little bit with the teams because you play a lot. You know, you play in all the conference games. Or are you gonna beat up on each other? And and you know, we saw, you know, Arizona. Won a couple of games, but one was an overtime and a shoot. You know, it was a shootout win, so it wasn't. It didn't. I think it con it's considered a tie in the computer. See, that's where the math thing comes back into play again. But so that that matters. So then, you know, Air and then you had Utah who split with Arizona State, so that maybe hurt them a little bit. It dropped them a little bit. Arizona State won a game this past weekend, but still dropped out. So 
you know, that's just where it's going to. Well, I mean, the confusing part of this is, is that, uh, you know, if you have strong teams and you win, um, that should carry more weight than losing to a strong team. But somehow that doesn't seem to always figure in. So, and it I'll, seems like if you if you beat a team by a goal, maybe that fact that's better than if you beat a team by three goals because I think it's it's or it's a maximum of one or it's max of seven. I don't know. And again, there's the math thing we won't get into, but it's anyway. The rankings are out. Uh, you can find them at the ACHA uh, Twitter account or at achahockey.org. Um, I, I still think we're gonna have to create our own top 20 or something like that because um well we just got to get another opinion in here it's it's too crazy not to um yeah i mean when when you go when you go to a doctor and you get uh certain diagnoses or stuff you always get a second opinion so maybe we need a second opinion there you go with jack eichel got a second opinion i'm sure before he made the decision Uh, i know he did he got a second third fourth fifth (laughs) messing with somebody's neck uh you you do that as you uh as you need to be and, but but so he he so you have so maybe we need a second opinion with when it comes to to polls but well who knows maybe we'll maybe we'll introduce that down the road here because uh, we we started it this is week three in the NCAA we do a super sixteen because sixteen teams make the national tournament in uh, NCAA hockey so uh, Paul Hornstein and myself decided that was a good thing to do was uh, figure out our top sixteen. Um, and they're a little different than everybody else's, but we we think we see enough games to understand who's there and who isn't there. And um, of course, the pairwise is how they determine that, and those are really wacky, uh, at least early in the year. So you never know what to do on that end of it either. But okay, um, we'll have Coach Berman on here in just a minute. Before we go to break, uh, I will introduce that uh, the game of the week this week uh, is going to be Arizona. Coming right here to Colorado. They're going to hop on a bus uh, for an overnight ride tomorrow, uh, getting here on Friday to take on Colorado. Colorado, who just swept Colorado State, and I had a chance to, to talk with Benny Tuller today, the head coach at Colorado, and he was really excited about what his guys did uh, in the uh, the rivalry series, if you will, with uh, Colorado State. And that was huge, but it was that was huge that they did that. Uh, but those were not cons- – again, this goes back to – uh, that didn't, they were not considered league games. I think those were uh, games that had to be rescheduled because I think an opponent that Colorado had, uh, or something Colorado State had. Anyways, point I'm making is so Colorado, and I feel bad for them because they've got a couple of wins against Colorado State, but it does not go into the WCHL uh, standings points and anything. But they still get an accounted for ACHA and the rankings and everything. But that comes into play later on. So, um, so but yeah, and you beat and you beat a you beat your in-state rival too. So that. That's a positive, too. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a quick break and see if we can connect with uh, Coach Chad Berman from the University of Arizona, and then uh, we'll take it from there. So give us just a couple of minutes, and uh, Stephen and I will be right back. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. 
comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. UNLV Rebel Hockey, located in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, is proud to partner with Ice Time Hockey Southwest. As a premier ACHA Division I university, UNLV offers a unique chance to play college hockey. Experience a pro setting in Hockey Mad Las Vegas while you earn your degree in any of our over 300 majors in one of the world's destination cities. If this sounds right for you, then visit us at rebelhockey.com to get your future started today. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No, stopping at Jesse Ray's Barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's Barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's Barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Your hometown hockey team, your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions, your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. This is Adam Trunko, captain of the CU Bus, the UNACHA hockey team, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios. Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans, ACHA hockey fans, WCHL Hockey fans, WWCHL hockey fans, this is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you from about 8,000 feet above sea level in beautiful Blackhawk, Colorado. And uh, my co-host, Stephen Marsh from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. It is our pleasure to welcome in the head coach from the University of Arizona, Chad Berman, with us. Coach Scott and Stephen with you. How are you tonight? Good. How are you guys doing? Well, I, uh, I I beat you here, um, the <laughs> so I'll be waiting for you, and you take that uh, what twenty hour, twenty four hour bus ride, whatever that could is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so you'll be here this weekend, but um, first and foremost, how the heck are you doing? Because you told me today you you took a puck to the head. <laughs> yeah, I got the uh, uh, redirected pass. I'm definitely feeling better tonight, but uh, yeah, I took it right off the side of the head, pretty solid. So. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's the change we needed. Who knows? I saw the I saw went home and the Red Wings had beaten Edmonton. I thought maybe I'm just concussed. I don't know. <laughs> I figure if the Lions win this weekend, then we'll know. 
Thumbs yeah, up. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, so before you came on, Stephen and I were just going over the uh, ACHA computer rankings. Uh, we waited and waited until last week to get those rankings. Um, now we finally got them, and I'm still confused, Coach. I, I don't get it. I don't understand the computer. Yeah, there, I mean, I wouldn't get too worked up about it. There's always a lot of movement this time of year just because there's not a ton of data. So every little thing is going to take a little swing. Um, you know, and at the same time, to me, I, I just don't really worry about it. Honestly, if you, if you win games, you're going to be all right. I mean, certainly we don't like where we're at in our ranking, but we're, we're not going to make excuses. We've done some things um, at a mediocre level that's not okay with us, and so that's the price you pay for that. Um, and so, you know, as far as we're concerned, we win games. We'll take care of that. We've got a very, very tough schedule here in the second half uh, and, a, and a tough stretch here to get there. So uh, a lot of opportunity ahead. All right, Stephen, jump in. Well, before we get into the hockey stuff, I want to ask, because something really significant happened this past Saturday. University of Arizona football won their first football game in, like, forever. <laughs> And so did UNLV. They, they were winless, too, in the Marcus Arroyo, and they got up their first win. So how happy were, were you to see the University of Arizona finally get a win on the football field this past weekend? Yeah. Uh, did you guys storm the field or just us? <laughs> well, you, well, UNLV was, was away, so I don't, know, I don't think they, there was any oh. field storming. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think I was at, like, intermission, and I checked and saw it. A picture on Twitter. Uh, sometimes I'll check the score see what's going on around the league if I got a minute. And uh, I think I saw those people running on the field, and I'm like, what could they possibly be storming the field about? Sure enough, we got a dump, so we'll take it. Sounded like an interesting uh, COVID situation for the visitors, but we're not, we're not going to be picky there right now. We're going to take any wins we can get. Okay, so I want to ask you this because you and I talked about this today too on the phone that you are now an honorary. Um, General? Uh, commander, sir. Commander. Uh, yeah. Commander. <laughs> yeah. I salute uh, you I, from here, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So I, Tell I us about that. I, I don't exactly know how this all worked out. Tanner had um, kind of made some contacts, and um, next thing you know, I was being asked if I would be willing to be an honorary commander at David Montan, and of course I was. I mean, I don't even know what it, I didn't even know what it means, but I'm like, absolutely. Um, and, and so kind of have partnered up with Lieutenant Colonel Will Gary, um, who's just an unbelievable guy. It's been, I, quite honestly, it's been one of the cooler experiences of my life. Um, you know, and so basically we, we synergize the two markets to see how we can help each other and learn from each other from a leadership standpoint. So we have a lot of good conversations. And, um, I had him out for the ASU game. I've been out to uh, give me a tour of what they do out there. Uh, he had me out to the air show last weekend on Sunday. Um, and just a real joy to be around him, his wife, his, his son. Uh, and who gets to just hang out with a commander? I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, and so just a lot of great dialogue and getting to know somebody I normally wouldn't. So it's just been a, an incredible experience. Um, and hopefully we can keep in touch for a while here. Okay, so so let's start talking about on-the-ice stuff. Uh, as we look at your record right now, 8-5-0. and 0, um, Previously ranked 14th, currently ranked 19th. Um, we know what you go through every season about trying to find ice time and all that stuff and, and, and trying to get everything together. But um, tell us what's going on with the program this year. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we had a slow start as a result of some challenges. Um, you know, we would have liked to have started a, a little better, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, and I think like everybody, after 600 days off, you get a lot of groin pulls and just little injuries that kind of catch up along with just trying to uh, get your legs back under you. So uh, it was a challenging start for everybody involved. Um, there's things we wish we would have handled better. So we got off to a slow start. Um, and then from there, it's just been a bit inconsistent. Um you know, we're, we're doing some good things and we're starting to, you know, head a direction and a trajectory that we would like to. Uh, but at the same time, we feel there's uh, an awful lot we want to clean up, um, you know, especially just execution wise. And I guess it's a good thing. You know, we're, we're getting chances. Um, you know, we were able to outshoot Grand Canyon in a third period 21 to four because of score. And it seems like we're getting a ton of odd man rushes and chances and we're just not executing. Um, so what's the positive in that? The positive is, well, I know we've got enough talent here to execute these kind of simple plays. Um, so, so we need to put better focus into that than we have. Uh, and I think it's getting better, but, you know, I'm not a real patient person, I guess you could say. Uh, but but the, it's good to know that these things are fixable. Uh, and so we feel like we're heading in a better direction. We need to be a defense first team. Um, you know, just the way we're built with our goaltending, and we're very fortunate to have three good goaltenders. Um, and, and obviously, Bev and Shiro have been great for us for a long time now. Um, and, and so the last four games here, um, we're on a good stretch of giving up two goals or less. And that's important to how we're built right now until we start getting going offensively. That's really how we're going to have to play. You know, but at the same time, we, we got a couple of shootout wins in there, which actually are ties, basically, between Grand Canyon and Utah. Um, and in a lot of that is we're just not – we just haven't displayed a lot of killer instinct yet. Uh, we haven't shown a lot of uh, execution yet, but we will. It's coming, and, and when we do, I know it'll uh, it'll all kind of come together. But uh, we like our players, we like our pieces, we like our work ethic and our culture. Uh, it just seems like it's taken a while for everything to kind of get in sync so far, but we're certainly continuing to push on the day-to-day to make that happen. Okay, so let me ask you this then about uh... – You've had a lot of games at the start of the season on on the road, but you're going to have a lot of home games in the second half. So, you know, you'd like to be better off, obviously, in the record wise. But you know, if if the good, it's the best is still to come for Arizona, which I, I'm sure it is. It'd be nice. It's nice that you have a majority of those games on home ice going down the stretch. I would imagine. Yeah, it's always good to be home. I mean, we we got we got pretty sick of the bus there for a bit, on top of practicing and and all that stuff. So um, definitely, there was a. There was a period where it was just good to get the last two weekends home. Um, you know, it's uh, there's a lot of tough buildings on the road. Teams are just better at home. That's how it is. It's always a challenge. I mean, UNLV is always better at home. Utah is always better at home. Um, and so we had a we had a significant challenge to start there, but we're excited to get back home, be back home. You know, we're heading to Colorado this weekend, and that's always a fun trip. It's a nice part of the country. Um, they're playing good hockey there, and they're coming off a really hot uh, weekend against Colorado State, where they put up a bunch of goals. Um, and it seemed to be heading in a good direction. Power play looks very improved. Uh, and just in general, that team, Benny's got that team playing good hockey. So, so we're looking forward to the challenge this weekend. And then after that, like you said, we're, we're home for a bit. And, um, you know, that's where we see the opportunity to have four. You know, we don't like our ranking, but the good news is we get to change it if we, if we decide. Talk is cheap. At the end of the day, we're going to have to win hockey games if we want to move up. Um, so when you look ahead and you got two home games against UNLV, two home games um, against uh, uh, Minot State, you know, four more home games against ASU. I see a lot of good opportunity there for us to take advantage of. Uh, certainly, those teams are going to come in hungry as well. But 
Uh, you know, those are the kind of teams you want to play second half of the year if you're going to get ready for the national tournament. Hopefully, we do enough to earn our spot there. Okay, so okay, let me follow so, up with. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, well, I just want to. I just want to ask one more about about the WCHL as a whole, and and we've talked about. You know, we had three new teams come in. Uh, UNLV in uh, Utah and, and GCU came in, and so now there's 10 teams. And so how, how much better, and, and just the other teams that have been in before, how much better is the WCHL now and, and, and just where it was even just a few years ago? And, and how does that, and the level of competition that you face now with, these, with the other teams that you're facing? Well, certainly it's getting better. Um, you know, I mean, obviously UNLV is a, a really talented team to add. Uh, you know, anything you can add a top 10 caliber team in your conference, you're doing all right there. Uh, you know, Grand Canyon, they, they give us fits every single time we play them. It's a tough hockey team. Uh, it seems like uh, our games with them are just always grinds and a close battle. Certainly had a couple last weekend with them. Uh, and, and so it's good to see those additions. I like you know, there's give and take on it, but I, I certainly like the two-game weekends. Sometimes I uh, will wrap up a weekend, and I'll think to myself, how did we do three-game weekends like we did all the time? And uh, especially this year, we just seem to have a ton of injuries right now. It, it would be tough for us to honestly do it. Uh, so I don't miss that. Uh, so we're looking forward to a nice short trip to Colorado. Hopefully it's successful. But, uh, you know, every, the thing with this conference is, is everybody's good at home, and every single night you better be ready to go. There, there's no such thing as a, a gimme in our conference. Um, and I think you're seeing that up and down just uh, across the board, um, you know, on both sides of our conference. So it's been a lot of fun to watch. It's uh, Certainly most states have been off to a hot start. UCL's been off to a hot start. Um, and we'll kind of see where things go. Okay, so you mentioned the home games coming up, and uh, December is going to be a huge month for you uh, and your program. I know you got some exciting news that you're going to announce on, uh, what, December 3rd. I know December 4th you're going to have a jersey retirement. And then I know uh, seven days later on December 11th you're playing Grand Canyon in Prescott Valley. So uh, leading up to the semester break, you got some good stuff going on, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're super excited about what's ahead of us. And just, you know, again, it's not that long ago that we were talking about just wishing to play hockey. So um, to have these kinds of big games coming up is what it's really about. Those are the things you, you think about and you miss when you couldn't play. Um, obviously, you know, December 3rd, we're going to have a, a huge press conference. There will be information uh, and more detail about that coming up. But this is going to be... Uh, program changing news. This is not a small announcement. This is a massive announcement that should go uh, nationally with our news. And, and we're, we're, we're certainly excited. It's something we've been working on for a long time here. And we're excited about the new opportunity to share this with everybody and get everybody as excited as we are. Um, and I'll just set report um, to be able to retire Jeremy Golden's jersey. What an honor to be able to do so and to have him here with his family. And we're certainly looking forward to sharing that moment with them and um, you know, obviously the crowd. We'll have the alumni will be in town that weekend, so it's just all kinds of uh, all kinds of synergy and different things going on here at all at once. Um, that's going to be a massive weekend itself. And then, and then usually that's the last weekend of the semester for us. But this year we decided to do a little one-off game with Grand Canyon, uh, and we're playing them out at Prescott, and we're really excited. I hear good things about the venue. Um, you know, hopefully we can do our part to help grow the game in a different area and bring some hockey to an area maybe there's not that much of. Uh, we're hoping to get in touch with our, our alumni in that area and, and meet some new people and connect with new audiences. And, you know, hopefully, it's, uh, you know, as it's always been when we play that team, it's been, those will be great games. That's a guarantee. It's going to be fast-paced and physical. 
um, and a lot of back and forth. And so, you know, we're excited just to – I had not been to the Prescott Valley uh, Arena. I think that's what they call it, the Toyota Center. I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, Finley um, Toyota Center. Yeah, I haven't been there yet, but I've heard cool things, and, and um, I'm looking you're, forward to getting You're going to shake your head. Coach, when you walk in, you're going to shake your head and go, really? This exists and there's no team playing in here? Uh, yeah. It's, it's that good, and they will put on a first-class show. I mean, you'll be treated like, uh, like an NCAA program or better. Uh, they're used to, uh, in the past, having uh, uh, IHL games there, ECHL games there, I believe, so. Uh, it's a great venue. Stephen and I are both hoping to be there. I will definitely be down in uh, in Tucson for that big announcement on the third. I'm so excited about it. Um, I just can't wait. Yeah, me too. It's just it's been, it's going to be massive. Just not just for our program, for this community, and and honestly, this just uh, the state of Arizona and hockey out west. We're just um, it's been a long time coming. It, it's going to be a really special moment, and what a great time to do it with our alumni in town, with ASU in town. Um, you know, it's moments like this where I think of Tim Gaffin and, and everybody who's done their part to help this program along the way when it had some very significant challenges. I mean, this is the kind of news that makes you think back about the people who did do those things, those little things along the way to help push this program higher. And um, this is going to be an awesome celebration of hockey here in Tucson. So stay tuned for more details here December 3rd. Um, we're certainly interested to the date. Okay, so so tell us about this trip to Colorado. Uh, get you know, I went went on a road trip. It was a, a measly road trip, if you will. It just was to uh, Flagstaff with you guys uh, a number of years ago. But uh, tell us what that's like because uh, I talked to your uh, opponent tonight uh, this afternoon, Benny Taller, and I asked him about travel and playing at home and if it really meant a a lot. But tell us what it's like. When are you going to board the bus? When do you expect to arrive? Um, and, and what do you expect to have when you arrive uh, in in Denver area? Um, well, we're gonna we're gonna practice tomorrow, uh, and then we're gonna hop on the bus tomorrow night about seven o'clock. We're gonna sleep on the bus and ride through the night. Uh, probably grab a meal late night, and then um, certainly grab a big breakfast in the morning. Typically, what we try to do is we get to the hotel room early enough that our guys can uh, get rid of their stuff. Uh, we get a good run in and a sweat early. Get a get a stretch, kind of shake everything out on the bus ride, um, try to rest during the day as much as we can, uh, and, and then we'll have meetings as we get closer. We'll have a simply cater like all Garden to the hotel, um, and then we'll have some meetings for our special teams and different matchup kind of things we're looking at, um, game plan type stuff, individual film, whatever we have to do to get ready here. Um, and then it's off to uh, the rec center there um, for hopefully you know a, a big game. There's a big difference between home and the road, um, you know, especially in these kind of trips where you're going through the night. Um, really, your focus needs to be on those first 20 minutes and just kind of getting the bus legs out, keeping things ultra simple. That's really what we try to stress. Just play a very simple, clean first period. Um, don't do anything to hurt ourselves and, and find ways to build momentum. Um, that's part of the challenge of being on the road. You know, they, they got to go on the road, too, and everybody gets their fair shake of that. Um, you know, we just got done with a grind at UNLV. You know, they're going to have to do the same coming back to us. It's just a different kind of challenge. Uh, but it's all part of college hockey and, and part of what makes it so much fun. You know, and, and one of the things, Coach, uh, is that uh, the, the WCHL now is – well, not now. It's always been. But um, the travel is, is more extensive than anywhere else in the country probably. Um, and you guys uh, – use that uh, quite frequently to uh, 
to, to strengthen your teams. I mean, it's a bonding experience. It's a chance to go on the road, but uh, obviously it's not a lot of fun as far as uh, being on a bus for that long, correct? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we'd rather be in our beds for sure, but I will share with you this. Our, our leadership group, um, it got pretty funny with the kind of rookie different things we do with the rookies to get to know them. And uh, we've done a lot of spelling bees in the past. That's always hilarious. To me. They'll pull up like a third grade spelling bee app. And, um, you know, we have a little fun with that. But uh, maybe the, one of the more recent ones that we did, uh, trip to Utah, they had all the new guys had to make a five minute PowerPoint presentation on a topic of the veterans choosing. So, like, why are clouds made? And, um, <laughs> you know, so it was really funny. I think the guys have done a good job of finding creative ways to kind of get to know them. And then, you know, I come in the back of the bus and, and I come upon somebody giving a PowerPoint presentation on, you know, uh, how Amazon works and stuff like that. Or why, why do thunderstorms happen? And I'm like, what are you guys doing back here? And it was so... Um, that's the stuff that these guys are going to remember, though. That's not little stuff. And that's, you know, part of those road trips build a lot of great memories. It forces teams to come together. We travel a lot in the first half, and I think it's a good thing. It forces us to kind of get out on our own and, and do those things and get to know each other more on a, on a better level. And, you know, hopefully we're building and, and clicking and uh, shooting to be in our best towards March. Steven, you got another one? Yeah, so let me just. So you mentioned you, you re roster, and and has there been some player, some players that for this for you guys uh, that surprised you in, in the way that they've played that maybe have exceeded the, your expectations on on the ice and and, and on the guys' team this year so far. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say surprise. Um, you know, we, we had a good grip on what we we're getting. There's been guys who have been stepping up. Um, I would say in terms of, I'm assuming you're referring to new guys. So, you know, there's been some guys who have stepped up earlier than we anticipated, like uh, Will Josephson, the kid who's just coming and giving us really, really quality minutes. He plays a nice, simple game. Um, I love the way he hounds pucks. Just an excellent kid uh, from top to bottom. He's a guy who's really earned some minutes early here. And um, somebody we viewed kind of coming in that might be a bubble guy to get in the lineup to, okay, this guy's clearly a bottom nine guy to, you know, we might want to look at him on some of these top lines, but good for him, and that's the kind of culture you want. You want guys who earn what they get. Dawson Marshall's been getting a lot of minutes lately on top lines because he's been playing like a player who plays on top lines. He's doing a lot of simple little things that we need, uh, and so we're easy. So we're glad to see you know guys like that get rewarded. Um, you know, Brody Salmon, we knew he'd be good, but he's been excellent. He's just I, – I couldn't possibly say enough good things about Brody Salmon, quite honestly. It's um, he's an absolute coach's dream, and, and like it's, e it's easy to see the goals he scores and the points he's putting up. But this kid is um, very dedicated. He's very committed. Um, he's in fantastic shape physically. He's always in the gym. Um, he's always asking questions, trying to get better. It's never enough for him. Um, he's hungry. He wants to learn. He wants to come in and pick my brain. He wants to hear my thoughts. Um, and, and as a freshman, I already have conversations with him that are very – uh, upperclassman leadership captain ask just because I immediately trust his point of view and feel like we're on the same page of what we, you know, kind of want to build around and do here moving forward. So couldn't say enough things about uh, about Brody Salmon and all he's done. And, um, and just another kid who I, I think I've told anybody who would listen, Jesse Lowell, was going to have a breakout year and, and he's been our best player. Um, we want to get more out of him offensively and I know he does too and we're putting in some work on some details in the game to make that happen. 
Um, but you want to talk about a kid who doesn't have to score to make a massive impact. He can do it. Shot blocking, back checking. He's a very physical player. Just a really high character kid. So you, you start getting enough of those guys together. Um, and, you, and that's what makes it so exciting. Yes, we've had a slow start, um, but we know we have the pieces moving forward. We just got to pull it together. Uh, Cameron Timor, another kid having a breakout year. He's leading our team in points, I believe, up there with Brody. As a defenseman, and just, uh, uh, you know, I've always felt like Hall's the best defenseman in our conference. Uh, and so when you've got Timor stepping up in and Ryan Fisher and John Shively, we, we feel like we've got the things necessary to continue to build this thing. Uh, just a matter of time of making a click, and so we got to stick to it. Okay, I want to ask you a uh, final one for me is tell us about uh, the uh, how much it means to you and your program to have Anthony Cusinelli coming back and playing for you this year because I know it was a tough decision for him uh, after the COVID and, and being around, but uh, just how, how much does it mean to have Anthony? Yeah, he's just a very stabilizing presence. I think uh, from a leadership perspective, his strengths actually are the things that most people probably don't notice, including his own teammates. It's just there's a there's an organizational an attention to detail uh, amongst organizing the group and making sure some little things uh, happen and happen on time. That just really helps pull everything together. Um, obviously, he's had a very decorated career here. Uh, he's having a bit of a slow start himself here, but but we feel like he's headed in a good direction. Uh, and just another good reason of, you know, that's why we know there's more to come. But um, unbelievable kid. Couldn't ask for a better kid to represent our program. Um, and, and certainly a guy who's had a lot of success here. So it's, it's, it's guys like that that come back for the fifth year, especially that, that make you hungrier uh, and want to finish this season the right way. And these guys, however that may be, uh, certainly that's, that's something on my mind. I mean, we're only four months or so. Four or five months here, I guess, four months from, uh, you know, these guys not playing hockey ever again. So you want to make sure that these guys end on a high note and, and, and the way they want, playing good hockey. Coach, we appreciate your time as always. Uh, I will see you in person here in about, uh, well, 36 hours or so. So All right, uh, safe, safe travels, travels to Colorado and look forward to seeing you for the game of the week. Uh, Saturday night, uh, Friday and Saturday night, but Saturday night will be our game of the week between uh, – the Arizona Wildcats and the Colorado Buffaloes. So uh, look forward to it as always. And uh, really looking forward to that big announcement on the third. Uh, I will be there as well to make sure that uh, we get full coverage for you on, uh, on that huge announcement going on at the University of Arizona. Awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll see you soon. All right. That's uh, the head coach of the Arizona Wildcats, Chad Berman, joining us. Uh, Steven and I will be back in about two minutes to uh, – Wrap up another episode of Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. If you live in the Valley, you know that there are no shortage of options when it comes to eating Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste combined with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burritos, which are served all day, to the combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to BurritoExpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Ask.
any hockey player in the desert southwest. And they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. Your hometown hockey team. Your Western Collegiate Hockey League champions. Your Arizona Wildcats. Tickets for Arizona hockey are now on sale. Support your Wildcats as they battle ASU for another Cactus Cup championship and more at the Tucson Arena. Your hockey team, your Arizona Wildcats. Call 791-4101 for tickets now. I'm Hunter Cooley, captain of the Missouri State Ice Hockey Bears, and you're listening to Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is Club Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you from about 8,000 feet above sea level uh, in beautiful Blackhawk, Colorado, courtesy of our friends at Caesars Resorts, Casinos, and everything that is great about hotels and um, casinos. <laughs> Stephen Marsh joining me from beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, we have uh, one or two casinos here. Yeah, you got a few. Yeah. Got a few. I, you know, I, I heard something the other day that said, you know, there, there's a gamble with this Jack Eichel thing going on because it's kind of a gamble not knowing what this is going to be like with his uh, his surgery coming up. And they said, what better place to or what better team to take him on than Las Vegas where they're always gambling? <laughs> yes, there are, there's always gambling going on here. And. And they're certainly taking a gamble on him, but hopefully it'll uh, hopefully uh, the, know, hopefully they'll cash in on the jackpot, which will be a Stanley Cup. Oh, nice, nice, nice segue into that. Uh, I will tell you, I'm not worried at all about that surgery, and I'll tell you why. Um, Jack Eichel said, uh, I, I don't know, right after the trade, I guess, that he never even had surgery before of any kind. He said, "I have no idea. I've never had. I've never been under anesthesia. I have no idea what it's going to be like." So uh, somebody that's 25 years old, that healthy, I know, I know you're dealing with the, the spine and the neck and, and all of those things, but I just think he's had enough time to do the research, plan it out, talk to a number of different people, and I don't think that, uh, that there's any doubt that uh, people are going to say it, it's going to be a huge success. So um, we look forward to seeing what that's like because uh, bringing him to the Southwest is just a, a fantastic addition, not only to the NHL and the Vegas Golden Knights, but to the community of Las Vegas and to help grow the game in the Southwest. He's already been doing it, right? <laughs> he has. He was, 
He's been making the rounds on uh, doing the media stuff, and then on Monday he was already in. They already had him into the community, helping out with some kids uh, in some boys and girls club somewhere here in town, and and helping do some hockey stuff with them. So he he's already. They I guess the the next best thing if he can't be on the ice right away and make an impact. I mean, he would have probably done these things anyway. At least they can get him into the community and he can already start to kind of integrate himself within the Las Vegas community. And I have to say this about Arco, and we'll get to the Berman interview in a moment, but is how he's so mature for his age, Jack Eichel. I mean, the way he's spoken, I've listened to several different interviews that he's done, either with Golden Knights people, the podcast, or just with the media. And, and he's, the way he speaks, he's so confident in himself. He's, he's, he, know, he knows what he, he wants and he, he's very knowledgeable, and obviously he knows a lot about what he's being done to him, which is which is good. But just the way he conducts himself, I mean, he's 25 years old, and he's he's only been in the league, what, a few years? But he's like, he's more mature than probably some some people that are older than that, and, and just in whatever. So I just, a really upstanding uh, guy, and, and hopefully, and I am sure it will, it'll, it'll work out for him, and, and hopefully... He'll be up on the ice soon with the with rest of the injured players of the Golden Knights. Hopefully, they'll start to come back. And <laughs> that, that's that, that's like a dozen guys. <laughs> or should we call them the uh, the Vegas Silver Knights? Because it seems like half yeah. of Hen- soon it's gonna be half of Henderson up there with the uh, Golden Knights. <laughs> uh, uh, and we'll get back to w- <clears throat> WCHL yeah. hockey here in just a minute. But I wanna I wanna say one thing. I uh, when we had Ken Bolke on, I said. Ken, how, how much do you think the Golden Knights really missed not having Dylan Sakura as a, a Silver Knight and could have brought him up in this time of need? Because I saw him play the other night, Steve, and I told you about that when we went late night. Um, man, has he progressed. He, he was good as a Silver Knight, but he's getting better as an Eagle. And uh, I, I really think he would have made a huge difference right now uh, in the depth uh, that the Golden Knights would be looking for. So um, he, he's, he's one of my favorites already. Yeah, and the and the Silver Knights are in San Diego tonight, and they're going to be playing another former Silver Knight, uh, Golden Knight organizational player, and uh, and Danny O'Regan, who was huge for the Silver Knights last season, and so he's he's with the San Diego Goals now, and so sometimes uh, known as Danny O'Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. But, yeah. Anyways. Okay, so let's jump back into WCHL play. Um, uh, do you want to recap last weekend, or do you want to jump into what's going on this weekend? Well, we could do a little bit of both. Um, let's let's first share our thoughts about the uh, what Coach Berman said. I I'll say, I know you always like to ask that, and so um, we'll mention a couple of things that I well I liked I actually uh, not so much about his team. And we know his team is not up to the start that they would like, but you know we have to put it in perspective. Um, we we're coming off a COVID year where they didn't get to play. You mentioned the the ice situation, and of course there's no, he would not make excuses, and he's he's kind of alluded to that. They they would want to be they want to be in a better position than they are right now but you know they they've got a lot of some a lot of um they've got some freshmen they've they lost a lot of players in the offseason so um all that considered that where they are right now is not horrible i mean they're still in the rankings they're they're above 500 they've very road heavy first half is and maybe that that sounds like that's a lot of that, that's by design to get the team to mesh together and so but then it leads to a strong second half of the season where they're going to have a lot of home games uh, there's still be a Trip to Minot, I think, in there. I think they got a trip to Minot coming up this the second half, so it's going to be tough. But um, I, so that's that's ex, that's exciting to see what as, as when they get going more and they start to really get clicking. This this is going to be the Arizona t- kind of team that that we come to expect from an Arizona uh, team. 
Um, the other thing is I love the insight on the road trips. Uh, it's always kind of interesting, especially a road trip of that magnitude or just any road trip, um, and what, what kind of goes on behind the scenes. Uh, as you mentioned, you you went on a very long road trip with them for, <laughs> to, to Flagstaff, Arizona, which I know that's a that's a – that's a long travel there, but uh. no, no, that was easy. That was easy from I, Tucson so I, there. I know, and and back, but exactly. that, that was really insightful. I mean, yeah. I had I had plans at that time of asking every team if we could, if I could take one road trip with them somewhere, but of course that didn't really pan out. But uh, yeah. they were very gracious and and had me involved in the team meals on the road, and I I thought it was fun just to watch oh. how how everybody interact and how Coach Berman and his assistant coaches uh, would would work on special team stuff for a certain period of time. And, and then they'd stop for a meal somewhere. And um, we had a bus breakdown on the way back. So it took us <laughs> two extra hours and yeah. <laughs> all that stuff that you'd expect, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I've had some experience with it too. And I was more involved with the UNLV program for a couple of years and I went on some road trips with them and, and uh, it's, it's fun. It's, you really get to see an insight on, on that. And it's, uh, it's exciting to, to see how they, they they mesh on the on the road and how you know players get to kind of really know you know I remember one one trip we went on to Arizona actually we had they had one of the things we got to do we went to go see a movie I remember the movie we saw was called First Man it was about the man first man to go to the moon uh, Neil Armstrong so you know we some 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 of the players I think went to see another movie that was playing but majority of us got to see that movie so uh, and then we went to uh, go play Arizona state that night or they did. So yeah, it's, it's real, uh, it's real cool to see that sort of stuff and, and to be in, have that, that, have that experience. And, uh, you know, you know, you know, they, they, they do fly maybe more than other teams do. I mean, they, they fly. They, I don't think they would take a 22 hour bus, but I think they would prefer to fly. And so they've, they've done that. They, they, they certainly fly when they go to Colorado. Um, they're going to fly probably when they go to Chicago and next week. And, now they're busing to Utah, I'm sure. They they bus to Utah and Arizona usually, and but those are easy those are easy drives. So, so and, and every team that's up to the team if the budget allows them to do that if they can do that. Yeah, budget, and know. that's what I was gonna say. I think that's why this this massive announcement that's gonna happen on December third is gonna be a game changer, as Coach said, uh, for their program. It's gonna probably um, allow them to uh, to take some better travel things. I know it's gonna give them the opportunity to improve their program dramatically and. Um, he, he, stay tuned for that because it, 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 it's massive. Uh, he gave me a, a heads up on what it is. Uh, I can't say anything. He can't say anything uh, until the announcement, but we are looking forward to it. It's going to be uh, something that uh, uh, will be a game changer. Um, okay, so let's jump into uh, the games that are going on this weekend. As I said, uh, uh, the University of Arizona is traveling right here to Boulder. Do you want to re- was, re- do you want to recap first what happened last okay, week, or are we yeah, kind of going beyond that? <laughs> yeah, you recap it quickly for me, and then we'll jump into what's going on this weekend. Okay, so let's quickly get to some scores that happened. So as we mentioned, Central Oklahoma was in Iowa State, lost a pair of games uh, over the weekend. There, uh, let's see, scrolling down here, Missouri State, who was here in Vegas uh, weekend prior last weekend, they were in Oklahoma and were able to, to win a couple of games there, uh, two to one on. Friday and I don't have Saturday score in front of me, but they did win both both games. Um, as Chad Berman mentioned, they had uh, University of Arizona had Grand Canyon on uh, Friday and Saturday, and Friday's game was a shootout winner, uh, two to one. So exciting there for them, but probably not what they wanted, obviously, because he did mention that in the in the computer rankings aspect of it, it's considered a tie. 
So the shoot, I think the shootout is more for just so you can have a winner. But uh, and then Colorado uh, went to Colorado State and won in a shootout as well. So that was uh, exciting for them to to do that. And let me go quickly to Saturday. We'll go right down here on Saturday. Uh, then Colorado won the next night, eight to four. Uh, Arizona won three to two over Grand Canyon. So another close game, as he says. Chad Berman said too. Grand Canyon does play him pretty tough. So, and, and that's a team. If, when you get to see them get better and better, Grand Canyon can be a, a, a dangerous team too. And, and that's and that's, I think that's what we've talked about too. Any team can can beat anybody. And so that's what's going to make. I think it's really going to make for an exciting. We, we get through the next few weeks here, but I think once we get to after Christmas and we get to the the the, the spring semester when it starts up and we have the games again in January, that's going to be really fun because the the push is going to be on to, to get positioning, to get obviously in the rankings, to make the national tournament. Not that it's not not there now, but obviously that second half when you when you when it gets closer. It's in, it's it's fun. So, anyways, we'll look forward to that. But Missouri State beating Oklahoma on Saturday, five to four, and then uh, so yeah, so that's a look at. Uh, and then of course Iowa State beating uh, Central Oklahoma, three uh, nothing on Saturday. So that just shows you how good Iowa State is. Fifteen and one they are right now. Uh, Central Oklahoma still nine and four or nine and four now. But I'm still shocked that Iowa State's not higher in the rankings. I'm sorry. Uh, it, it just seems like when you've played 16 games and 15 and one, uh, you should be in the top three. And I don't want to take anything from Minot or uh, Lindenwood or Liberty, but come on, Minot's played six games so far. Okay, if, they, yeah, if my, they go 15 and 0, put them back in the number one spot. I got no issue with that. I've, I've always wondered this, and and Minot State's a good team, and they and they are they play a lot of good teams, but I've wondered. I've wondered this sometimes with teams. You know, teams schedule these games, and they some play a lot of games, some don't play very. I almost wonder sometimes: is it better to play fewer games, or is it better to play a bunch of games? I mean, it seems. I, I think know. I think the fewer might be the point if if you're playing quality opponents. Like if you go eight games, ten games, where everybody else is playing sixteen, but you play them against quality talent and you win those games, well, yeah, it's great for you then. But if you only play eight or ten games and everybody else has played sixteen or eighteen, um and you lose a few of those, I don't see how that can keep you in there. But anyway. And half the and half the games I think Minot plays in the season is against Jamestown, which is a very uh, short <laughs> trip for them. So. Well, it's a short trip for them, and, and everything's a long trip after that yeah. for them. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I just think that the rankings are uh, a little to be desired. But anyway. And, of course, the other teams, being, if they're in, and they're an independent team, so they probably have that flexibility. These other teams, and and we you know from a WCHL perspective, they have they have a certain amount of games that they have to play within their conference, and I'm sure other uh, the conferences are set up that that way. Um, but if you're an independent, but if you're independent, not, right? You exactly. Just play, you play whoever you want when you exactly. want. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's you know UNLV and in Utah and Grand Canyon had that luxury, but of course now they've joined a conference, so they gotta they have to play conference games. So you do have to play more more games because you have to I think you have to play at least 20, 20 games uh, or conference games. So. Okay, so this weekend, Colorado State traveling to Missouri State. So another big matchup down there. Colorado State uh, a little bit hungry because they got swept by uh, Colorado last weekend, so they'll be down there to take on the Ice Bears. Um, That's a Friday-Saturday matchup, I do believe. Uh, University of Oklahoma traveling to play the University of Alabama. That's that's always a a, a fun matchup because we don't get to see Alabama. Uh, They do occasionally, so... This is another series for Oklahoma to to try to move up a little bit, being at the very bottom of the uh, WCHL rankings. 
Um, and then, of course, uh, um, University of Arizona coming right here to Boulder for a two-game series against the uh, University of Colorado. Uh, UNLV on the road, heading to University of Utah. Uh, how exciting is that going to be? That should be a good series, huh? Yeah, it should be. And and UNLV now has a lot of road games coming up. They have a couple of games against Utah this weekend, and the following week they're in that Chicago uh that Chicago thing, and I, I think their 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 schedule on their website has Illinois, but that's it's not. It's a, it's a little tournament thing, and they'll probably that'll get corrected. But, um, uh, you know who they play first, don't you? Yeah, I believe it. I believe I said it last week. I believe it's uh it's, it's Adrian. So they open with Adrian. They open yes, with they So you've been uh, four, you, you've got that four, confirmed too. And I was confirmed yeah, to me by Coach Big Green uh, last week too. So four twenty p.m. I believe Central Time. Oh, so you already got the whole uh, in thing in Illinois. Man. I yeah, I'm gonna be there. Don't think I wouldn't miss that one for <laughs> the life of me. Uh, yeah. I think that's gonna be such a fun tournament. We'll get into that in yeah we'll get uh, that in the next week. show because hopefully next Wednesday we'll have a that one of the guys that's putting the tournament on. Uh, as our guest next Wednesday night, so you won't want to miss that. But going um, back to specifically with Utah too, when they play up there too, it's 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 a tough. I mean, Utah, every place is tough, but Utah, it's 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 always a tough series. I know UNLV in the past, big ice sheet, big, big ice, ice sheet, sheet, right? The Olympic sized ice, and it being up in Salt Lake City where the altitude is a little bit more of an issue. Um, you know, so it's not as much as where you are. You're you're like way up into the almost into the almost into outer space at this point. But hey, I, I saw snow today, Stephen, at, at ten thousand feet on my road from uh, Blackhawk to Boulder. I actually saw some snow for a change, but uh, wow. nothing nothing down in the Denver. Area. It's uh, it's not going to be that way. But I, I really enjoyed the uh, the time up here in Blackhawk. It's such a beautiful. Uh, mining community now turned casino community, but uh, one final and, and, game, and, I think. and also and also Utah too. It's a revenge chance for them because uh, UNLV beat Utah two times in in Vegas. One was the Midnight Madness, and then they they played the, the I guess the next day technically when the game Friday's game ended. I still I still can't <laughs> figure out exactly when that was. That was a blur the whole night. But uh, anyway, so that's going to be a chance for for Utah to now they have UNLV on their home ice and they're going to want to look to and and Utah really was in those games. I mean they and we've talked about how Utah is trying to. And Utah's uh, is not an easy out this year, and and we've talked about it. they're they're very formidable before. They've beaten some some good teams already, and and they're in the rankings, and they deserve to be in the rankings. And and I I wouldn't be surprised if Utah steals one, at, if not both games from UNLV. It's uh, I would not be surprised. Oh boy, um, and then uh, the final one is Grand Canyon making the long trip across Phoenix. To uh, play Arizona State. Yeah. Yes, that's so a long. That... That's a long trip. You should go on that road trip with uh, with Grand Canyon. <laughs> you might literally uh, get some insight on that that trip. They probably, probably don't even. They don't even I'd, need a bus. They can just drive themselves to. Yeah, I'd be there. I'd be there before I left. <laughs> <laughs> Although anyway, the traffic so, in that area can be pretty bad, I think. So <laughs> yeah, it could. So yeah, it could be a while. Um, so that's uh, what's going on this weekend. Uh, I will be over to check in with uh, Coach Berman. As I said, I checked in with Benny Taller today and had a chance to watch a little bit of practice and get his feel for what's going on. He's excited about his team. He thinks they are uh, starting to get better uh, with each and every practice. And, um, you know, the, the semester break's coming up here before too long, and everybody wants to finish on a high note before they uh, go into the Christmas break. 
Yeah, they do. And by the way, uh, we're running long, but let me just mention this. How about the Arizona Coyotes getting some national exposure tonight on TNT? Too bad it's 2 nothing Minnesota. Yeah, too bad it's 2 nothing Minnesota already in Glendale, but well, yeah, at least well, everybody gets yeah. to see the Coyotes uh, up close uh, and personal on yeah, TNT. Yeah, get a tonight. chance to see uh, John Merrill for the Minnesota Wild, too. Which so they're going to be, which they'll be here. Of course, Minnesota will be here in Vegas tomorrow. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> get the back to back. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure TNT is just excited about this matchup they have tonight. <laughs> well, and, and this one is, is starting the same way that they they did against the Kraken. They were down two nothing early, and uh, and pulled uh, their goaltender, put in Scott Wedgwood, and uh, guess what? Got the win. So who knows? You never say never. But uh, the Vegas Golden Knights can thank the Coyotes for at least trying to wear out Minnesota a little bit on the back to back. Well, if, and if the Arizona Cardinals keep winning, then the number of wins that Arizona Coyotes have to climb to beat them will get more and more here as the season goes along. As you wonder, well, if, who's going to have more wins? Is Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, they got a seven-game lead on them right now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, that's enough of that. All that's right, take it away, my friend. Executive producer is going to cut us off here if we don't end the show here soon. So let's uh, do this. From the Summer Skate Studio, Club Hockey Southwest Weekly was brought to you by Boost Mobile. Whether it's new phone for yourself or child's first phone, go to BoostMobile.com and click on Deals to find the phone that's right for you. Caesars Entertainment. Wherever you're bound, there's bound to be a Caesars Resort across the U.S. or worldwide. UNLV Hockey. Play ACHA D1 Hockey in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. Go to RebelHockey.com and see if the bright lights and championship mindset is for you. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Be it a loaded in Vegas dish or a rack of ribs, this is barbecue, Las Vegas style. By Summer Skates, just because the summer is gone doesn't mean we like our drinks to be warm. Get your personalized koozies and more. Go to icetimehockeysw.com and click on the green tab of the squad locker banner to get yours. The University of Arizona, ACHA D1 Hockey, home of the two-time defending WCHL champions. By M-Drive, supplements to fuel your drive. Visit mdriveformen.com and refine your prime with M-Drive. And by Behind the Mask, in the net, up the ice or in line, serving the Arizona hockey community and beyond since 1994. See us at BehindTheMask.com. Club Hockey, Southwest Weekly, and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app, available for download at Apple Podcasts, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Club Hockey, Southwest Weekly, is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. We will uh, talk to you again next week. And uh, like I said, we're hoping to have somebody on from from Illinois to uh, tell us a little bit more about that showcase event going on up there. Uh, It's going to be fantastic. 19th through the 21st, right before Thanksgiving. A lot of great great teams, including Arizona State, UNLV, Minot State, Adrian, Liberty. I mean, let's go down the list of top teams. That's like like a mini ACHA tournament right there. It, It kind of is. It kind of is. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Uh, that will definitely have some effect on the rankings, and uh, we'll be there to bring it to you. So just make sure you get some good Chicago style pizza while you're in uh, <laughs> while you're in Chicago <laughs> there leave, next week. Leave it to you. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, we'll say good night with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers, De Niro. Good night, everybody. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>